been called to reach this generation with the love and gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Bishop Peter is obeying this higher call by preaching and teaching the word of God, both in Kenya and in many other nations of the world, supporting the weak and encouraging the brokenhearted. He and his wife Faith founded Overcoming Faith Church, which is involved in evangelism, church planting, leadership training, family enrichment programs, and equipping the saints to serve. In their passion and love for the weak and neglected, they have established Happy Life Children's Home for Abandoned Babies, Happy Life Christian School, and recently Jesse K. Children's Hospital. Thanks to the many friends and partners who have come along to make this happen. Glory and praise to our God. Faith is very key in our journey, in our walk with God. And it's one of the topics that each believer, because we are called believers, because we have faith in God, each believer should be able to uh, understand, you know, when we talk about faith, what is it all about? The Bible talks about faith and says that faith comes by hearing. That is Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. Say with me this morning. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So every time you hear the word of God, uh, you receive more and more faith. And therefore, it is so important that you continue. The more you hear, the original word says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. So you keep hearing, and the more you hear the word, the more uh, your faith is growing. Let's begin from verse 35, uh, Mark 4, 35. And uh, this is uh, probably a familiar story where uh, the incident that uh, happened when Jesus told the disciples, let us go to the other side of the sea. Uh, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. And I want to say that you will cross, you will get through, you will overcome, and you will get to your destiny by faith. Can I hear an amen? Verse 36, leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squeal came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Uh-huh. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Uh-huh. He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Why are you so 
afraid. Now we see a comparison there of faith and fear. So if you don't have faith, you'll always be full of fear. It is fear that kicks out faith. And it is faith that kicks out fear. So you can choose one. You cannot have both. You cannot have fear and have faith at the same time. I don't know what you choose this morning. What do you choose this morning? Yeah. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? So this time they had no faith. They were afraid. Do you still have no faith? Uh-huh. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. Now, a number of things that come out, out of this, we see this is compared to our journey of faith. And I want to say life is a journey and a chance, an opportunity that God gave each one of us to make a difference. It's a journey. And therefore, like they were in a journey, and at the beginning in verse 35, Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. He did not say, let's try, we might make it, you know, I know it's going to be tough, we might make it. And I want to say to somebody here this day, God is not saying you might make it. God is saying through faith, you will make it. God is not saying you might succeed. He's saying when you believe, you will succeed. Glory to God. And Jesus knew exactly that this is what was going to happen. And that's why he went back there. And actually he went and slept at the back of the boat. The other thing you need to know is that you encounter storms along the way. There will be storms. But even as storms come, as they come against you, remember they are not coming to destroy you, hurt you, stop you from getting to your destiny. Storms are not coming to stop you. Hallelujah. They are coming to prove your faith. Storms are coming against you so that you can demonstrate how much faith you have in God. Any storm that comes against you, it is an opportunity for you to show and demonstrate that I have faith in God and I can conquer this storm. Amen? Can you say with me, I have faith in God and I will conquer this storm. And that's why Jesus said, when you have faith as literal as the mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed and it shall be removed. So Jesus did not say there will be no mountains. Mountains will be there, but we move them by faith. I don't know what mountain is standing in front of you. You know, mountains are not movable. When you were born, you found Mount Kenya where it is, and it is still there even now. And Jesus compared our belief and our faith with the moving of a mountain. That permanent thing, that thing that looks like it cannot be moved, that thing that has always been there. And he said, when you believe, you will say to this mountain, he didn't say this cow or this something that is movable. He talked of something that looks impossible to move. 
because faith is about moving the impossible. Hallelujah. And through faith, you will move the impossible. Number three, you need to know that storms do not last. They come and go. Even the storm you are in today, it will go. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear it. I say the storm you are in today, it will go. It is not here to last forever. The other thing you need to understand that we need to overcome fear. You need to overcome fear. Isaiah 41 and verse 10 and verse 13. Fear not, for I am with you. In the Bible, it's recorded more than 360 times, fear not, fear not, fear not. In other words, every day when you wake up, if there is a message that God has for you, it is fear not. For I'm with you. Why will you not fear? Because God is with you. He's not a human being. People can say, I'll be with you, I'll never leave you, then they forsake you. But God will never forsake you. God will never leave you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. He says, I'm not only with you, but I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. God again says, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Glory to God. So fear not. Verse 13. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Now when God says I will help you, you can trust he will do exactly that. When God says I am with you, you can count on that. You can take that to the bank. You can believe it and you can trust that he will be with you. In other scriptures he says, even if you go through the fire, it will not burn you because the Lord is your cushion. Even if you're in the water, you will not drown because the Lord is holding you. Hallelujah. Some of you have held a little child, if you know how to swim, and you go with them in the water. You can't leave the child there because they will drown. We are the children of God. When you're in the water, the Lord is holding you. You cannot drown. And I want to say to somebody here, have faith in a God. Can somebody say with me, I have faith in a God. The other thing is that know who is with you. Verse 36, we see Jesus is with them. In Mark chapter 4 where we read that Jesus was there with them. That's why even if the winds came and the storms came, actually the disciples thought we are dead, we are finished, we'll never be seen again. And they are wondering, Jesus, why did you bring us here to die? Actually they went and woke him up and said, Master, don't you care that we are dying? For them, they had seen death. I don't know what you are seeing. Maybe you came here and all you are seeing is trouble. You are seeing the impossible. You are seeing death. You are seeing hopelessness. You are seeing, you know, you can't see anything good. They were seeing death. They were seeing a time, you know, had come for them to die. But Jesus arose. He woke up. Glory to God. And you know what? He rebuked the wind. And once he rebuked the wind, he turned back to them and he said, why are you so fearful? Why don't you have faith? Because when you have no faith, fear kicks in. When faith kicks in, fear leaves you. May you be filled with the faith this morning so that every fear in your life leaves you.
Glory to God. Know who is with you. And then also understand the power of confession. What do you say? What do you confess? You know, they went to Jesus and they said, don't you care we are dying? You know, those are powerful words. Don't you care we are dying? In other words, they were saying, we are dead people. We are dying. They had seen death. Amen. Have you ever somebody have you ever heard or seen somebody who is so scared until you now they begin to say, Oh, we are dead. Netwakua, we are dead to Mekufa. Because they are seeing dead. They are seeing dead. But Jesus had to cancel those words. And he said, No, guys, you're not going to die. What you need is faith. Fear exaggerates the problem. Fear looks, even the hill, look like a very big mountain. Fear look, makes the small problem. You know when you're walking in fear, where you see things getting worse. You begin coughing and it's just a small irritation. Because you now get into fear, you begin to think I have TB. You begin to think I have a bigger problem. Because fear has captured you. Hallelujah. But when you have faith... Even the small problem diminishes. Even if it was bigger, it comes down. But fear exaggerates. You remember in the book of Numbers, when Moses sent the 12 spies to go spy out the land, 10 of them were full of fear. The soldiers, the giants, and they were full of fear. They came back saying, even the walls touches heavens. Of course, that was not true. I don't think anybody had built a wall that touches the heavens. The land devours its own people. The land is eating. Inakura watu ahuko. Inchi enyewe inakura watu. They are giants. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. That's what fear will do to you. Fear will make you look at yourself as a grasshopper. Can you imagine a whole human being? A father. A big man. Who is 35 or 40 or 50? And they begin to say, when I looked at the giants and the walls and the land eating its own people, I saw myself as a grasshopper. I pray you don't come to the house of faith in this church and then you walk away feeling like a grasshopper. I want you to go out feeling I am the giant. Hallelujah. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as the lion. Glory to God. You are the lion. We are, you are not the grasshopper. And you know what? What they said is that when we looked at ourselves, not what they told them. It is fear working in them. It's not them who said you guys are like grasshoppers. No. It is they said when we looked at ourselves, we saw ourselves as grasshoppers in their eyes. Amen. Not them saying we are, you are, it's in their eyes we saw ourselves. So we looked at the giants and we interpreted what they were seeing. <laughs> we looked at the giants and they interpreted what they were seeing. Fear will exaggerate things. Fear will make things, problems look like, oh, this problem cannot be resolved. Oh, this child cannot be helped. Oh, this marriage cannot be saved. Oh, this situation cannot be helped. This business is coming down. 
Maybe you just made a loss for one month or two months and then fear tells you, oh, you're done. You never succeed in business. The devil is a liar. Do you know anything the devil says is a lie? Amen. Amen. Making a loss, all of us have made losses. It doesn't make you a loser. You only made a loss, but you are not a loser. Separate yourself from the loss. That is a loss you made. Amen. And you have learned a few ways of how to do business. But you can still come back again. The Bible says a righteous man may fall how many times? Seven times of this two. Come back again. So making a loss does not make you a loser. Failing in one thing or the other does not make you a failure. Glory to God. Sometimes even I talk to people who, whose maybe marriage failed or something failed. And now from there they think I'm a failure. Or you even failed an exam, and there from that time, you bland yourself. Not, every, not anybody blanding you. You brand yourself the whole world to know I am a failure. I didn't pass that exam, I am a failure. Who told you? God doesn't judge you by an exam that you sat for 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And somebody has been walking now, and, and you think everybody can see you. Every time you present even your papers, there's a loud voice that tells you, they are all saying you are a failure. <laughs> it's, they haven't even told you. They have not said it. But even the way you present yourself, every time you present yourself, there is a voice even where you don't give your papers. Even when you come, even you are leading worship, and you begin to think, I got a strong D. <laughs> I got a C minus. Even what does that have to do with leading worship? What does that have to do with the preaching the gospel? Hallelujah. You may have failed, but you are not a failure. Somebody say, I'm not a failure. Yeah. You are not a failure. You know some of the people who have done great things, changed the world, transformed so many lives? They were not very good in many, many other ways, in many other areas. Some of them did not even go to college. And I'm not saying it's, not, it's bad, to, it's good to read, study, and all that. We all need to do that. But you know what? Don't judge yourself by what you perform. Maybe you are not good in that. I've seen people who did not get an A, and that's why we are putting a lot of pressure even on our children. Because we are saying, oh, my child must get an A. Before you put that pressure on your child, please show them what you got in school. First show them what you got. Yeah. And then you can put the pressure. Because we all want our children to be A. Who will get the B's and the C's and the D's and E's? There are still people's children. Amen. And even if your child is having a name, don't show them everybody else in the class is useless. No. No. Some of them not because they read so hard. It's just because maybe the, 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 the class or the reading, the studying is their thing. There are some people reading, it's, it's not their thing. You'll find them looking at the books. And they are wondering, what, are, what is this trouble? Do we have to go through this? <laughs> they are wondering, why should you torment me like this? But there are some people reading, it's their thing. Books, it's their thing. But the other people, maybe they are gifted in other things. We've seen some of the runners who are making a lot of money. Some of them cannot even you know, construct a sentence. Look back, no people. I mean, but you see, he's doing what he, and all the cameras are there, 
and the whole world is watching, look back, no people. And the Westerners are wondering, what's wrong with you? You can't even speak English. But you know what? You don't have to speak English to succeed. We've been to countries where they don't speak English. Go to China. There are many places they don't speak English, and yet they are doing so much. Some of them have come to Kenya, and they use hands to communicate. They use sign language, and, and they understand. And they are manufacturing things using sign language. The other day, somebody told me he went to Fika, I think he was to buy a ceiling or something, and uh, the, they could not even communicate with the Chinese people there. Until now, the Chinese people started laughing because they, they, they have talked, used all the language, and they can't communicate. Now they start laughing. But you know what? They have the boldness to step out of their country and go to a foreign country without English. Who told you it is English that will take you to the world? Hallelujah. You can go without English and succeed. Can somebody say amen? You can go with your broken, limping English and succeed. Because it's not how much English you speak. It is understanding who you are. God does not relate to you by your English. Hallelujah. God understands all languages. We went to South Korea. They don't speak English. And yet they are doing so much. They are much, much ahead of us. And maybe sometimes our trapping is so much English. Lakini, what are we manufacturing? I wish we don't speak English and manufacture some stuff. And I said, I'm made in Kenya. But now everything made in China without their English. Now they're even sending things here in their own language. You try to configure that clock or that TV. It is in the language, Chinese language. They are saying, we want to rule the world. We want even our language to be known. Where our son have been going to school, they have even a Chinese teacher. They want even their language now to be taught in our schools. If you're going to influence the world, it is through faith, it is not through your language. And I'm not saying language is bad. It's good to learn as many languages as we can. We communicate, that's good. We have another advantage because when we go, I know some people like our brothers from Tanzania, they have a problem traveling and going to some countries. Because they were taught by Mwarimu Nyerere, huku nikiswahiri tuachana na hii mambo ya utumwa wa kingereza, so wanaenda, wana, wanasifundishwa kila kitu. Can you imagine some of the subjects mukifundishwa kwa kiswahiri? Huh? Kama biology, biologia, kemia, fisia, huh? ma, 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 hesabu, yote, lakini yote munafundishwa kwa? And that's what has happened, what, what happened in Tanzania. Yote ilikuwa inafundishwa kwa kiswahiri. Kanabu alisema hatutaki mambo ya utumwa. Mambo ya ukoroni hatutaki. But you see, if the world is speaking English, there is nothing wrong with speaking English. So they go to, you go to an airport in London, then hakuna kiswahiri, unashanga. Where, where do I go? Unaenda kwa information desk. Unaongresha jamaa na muambia... Uh, tafadhali ndugu natakuuliza ndege ya kwenda what are you talking about please i, I, I don't understand ndege ya kuelekea Tanzania iko 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 wapi i mean it, it's not good again but what i'm saying is that let's not stop because we can speak english or do this or the other 
Let's be thinkers, manufacturers, innovators. Let's attempt great things for our God. I want you to lift up your hands right now and talk to him and tell him, Lord, this is exactly what I need. This is a miracle. This is a breakthrough. This is what I'm asking you to do in my life. I don't know what it is, but the Lord is able. The Lord is able. The Lord is able. The Lord is able. The Lord who met that need that looked small. Today when you look at that need, it was so small. You wonder why it was even giving you, you know, sleepless nights. It looked so small. But that time it was a big mountain. Even now he will meet that need. Even now he will make that way. He will open those doors for you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray and release those miracles now to your people. Everything that they need right now. God, I pray in the name of Jesus. Stretch your hand in the name of the Lord. Oh God Almighty, we have faith in you. We have trust in you. We have confidence in you, Lord Almighty. That God, you said it and you will do it. And I pray for the release of that miracle. I pray for the release of that breakthrough. I pray for the release of that healing. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes. You, are, you need a miracle of healing. Receive it this morning. You need a miracle financial breakthrough. Receive it this morning. You need a miracle in your family. Receive it this morning. You need a miracle in your business. Receive it this morning. Our God is able. And there is nothing too hard for our God. The higher you rise in your faith, the smaller your problem becomes. Lord, we thank you. We receive it by faith. Lift up your hands and tell the Lord, I receive it by faith. I receive my miracle. I receive my breakthrough. Yes, I have no doubt in my heart. I know the Lord is doing it. I know he has done it. I know it is done. It is done. It is done in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says when you believe, when you pray, believe and you will see it. And I have no doubt you will see it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you, Father. We give you all the glory and we give you honor because there is none like you. And now I say to you, according to your faith, receive it now. Receive that miracle. Receive that breakthrough. Receive the peace of mind. Receive the healing of your body. Receive the blessing and the breakthrough in your family. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's pray this prayer together with all the people. Every week, people receive Jesus through our radio and uh, social media. They come to Jesus. Let's pray with them. Lord Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Accept me and forgive me all my sin. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. I will serve you until the end. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you for giving your life to him. Serve him. Walk with him. Walk by faith. Live by faith. And receive by faith. We believe that today's word has richly blessed you. If you have a prayer request, a testimony, or your wish is to simply receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you may call or write to us on 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. I repeat, 0726-303-934 or 0724 
0208-228-403. Feel free to visit our website on www.ofckenya.church, our Facebook page at Overcoming Faith Church, OFC, and watch sermons on our YouTube channel, OFC Ministries. We invite you to join our life-changing services on Sundays. Our first service is from 8 to 9.45 a.m. and second service from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. and on Wednesdays from 5 to 7 p.m. for our midweek services. We are located at Blessed House, along Thicker Road, right opposite Garden City Mall. And if that's too far for you, not to worry. You may also join one of our other branches near you, listed on our website. Welcome to Happy Life Children's Home, a rescue center for abandoned babies and one of our many transformative ministries here at OFC. You may visit Happy Life in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Jessica Children's Hospital and Happy Life Christian School in Juja Farm. To support this great work, please forward your contribution to pay bill number 755512 and account name being your name. That is pay bill number 755512, account name being your name. One of our other rapidly growing ministries is the Jessica Children's Hospital. Jessica extends subsidized pediatric services to the community of children around Nairobi and its environs. Find us in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Happy Life Children's Home. We are here because we care. Jessica Children's Hospital, health for body, mind, and soul. For more information on Jessica and Happy Life, please call us on 0732-899-869 and 0714-593-926. That is 0732-899-869 and 0714-593-926. Or visit our website on www.happylifechildrenshome.com. OFC, growing bigger and getting better.